Life's a Mitch. G'day everyone, welcome back to another EP of Life's a Mitch, second one of 2023. And uh, by the time this comes out, I've got some exciting news which I'll share later. So on this episode, another reoccurring guest, one of the absolutely lovely faces of Newcastle. So if you cast your minds about, oh gosh, would have been the other side of the pandemic. Uh, I spoke to this guest and... She, uh, she's pretty much a superhuman. She's a cancer survivor broadcaster. Uh, she runs the radio station, Mood Food Radio, and uh, she's got some exciting news to share and doing some great things. I'd like to welcome back Martini Peterson. How are you doing today? I am really well. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you for having me aboard. I appreciate your time. Yeah, it's been a while since we chatted. It's been uh, nearly three years. Has it been that long? Wow. That's it's been crazy. that long. Yes, 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 it has. So, uh, so I thought we'd uh, catch things up, see how you've been. So, how have mm. you been? How's Newcastle going? And yeah, Newcastle's going fabulous. I've I've had a, a bit of a tragic run actually in the last uh, couple of years because I think the last time I um I did chat with you, I had um, got my second event of breast cancer in twenty years, and uh, I was celebrating twenty years you know, clean and sober from breast cancer. And um, it uh, came and, and whacked me with another dose in the other boob. So, um, yeah, I was, the last time I chatted with you, I, I had just gotten that and I'd started treatment. So um, a lot has happened since then because I got really sick from the uh, treatment. It hit me like a bus and um, it did some really bad things to my insides the radiation treatment and uh, I ended up at the end of the day losing my stomach my gallbladder half my liver my pancreas um, I got damage to my aorta lost half my bowel um, yeah it, it's been a, a horrendous couple of years I've um, been in and out of hospital for huge stays I've had drains and and everything and, and then um, on top of that I actually got uh, breast cancer again in the other one, the initial one, back in March. So um, I then had a double mastectomy in March and uh, then half my bowels out uh, in the May. So um, I'm slowly clambering back to life, Mitch. Wow. Yes. Like, it's like a one-stop removal shop. Wow, I'm I'm very yeah. sorry to hear that, but it's good to see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to make light of the absolute hardship you've had to go through but it's yeah. good to see you look radiant today you look like you're absolutely doing well and um so i i, I really am happy to see that you're you're coming through it with, with yeah. you know, thriving and doing well and, and for anyone out there who hasn't met martini she's as bad as tough as they get and on top of that you're extremely selfless you're very kind and you're very devoted to helping others and so one thing i wanted to do is to kick things off before we delve into the world of what you've been up to and something that you wanted to talk about today was something extremely important. With every episode, I like to stay consistent. So would you like to join me in having a quick bitchy with Mitchie today? Oh, yes, of course. Bitch away. I'm all for a good bitch. Right, and I, so, I know so, you are too. And this is always my favorite part of your show. So I'm such a bitch. On. I'm such a bitch. Um, so the, I always offer the, the guest to go first or I can. So the choice is yours. You go, you go first. I want to, I want to hear it. You rant okay. first. So I do have a bit of an announcement. Um, as of today, after we record this, I'm going to put a sold sign on a house I bought. Um, first home. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Pretty excited. And uh, I guess the bitch 
is the process to go through to buy a house. My goodness. Right. What a shitstorm. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you got to pay slips and then you got to get finances and got to go to brokers, insurance. It's just a long winded thing, conveyances and all that stuff. But for now, the finance is approved. The deposit's been taken out. I'm going to put a sold sign up. So, yeah, the bitch is. And if anyone's gone through this process anywhere across the world, I don't know what it's like in other countries. But here in Australia, what an absolute shitstorm. Um, but it's going to be well worth it. You know, a little piece of land and house, it'll be mine until I pay it off from the bank. And But, uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. You'll own the front doorknob anyway. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, for a yeah for for a small time, um, that's that that whole process is just um the bureaucratic process is is pretty crap, isn't it? Yeah. To, uh, yeah, to to get through that, and um, you know, if if I can uh, carry on with um with that with with my bitching is um, I guess in in general it 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 really peeves me off um that uh, people in in their jobs just don't take accountability for um you know for, for what they're doing within their jobs you know I've always thought in my role um the buck stops with me and I need to take accountability and responsibility for everything if it goes right if it goes wrong fabulous but you know, you talking about that bureaucratic within that whole, um, you know, dealing with banks and brokers and real estate agents and so on. Um, you know, I'm talking about dealing with um, lawyers sometimes. Uh, my my personal um, with um, doctors and hospitals. Oh yeah. my gosh! Um, you know, looking at people, one, you know, taking accountability and responsibility uh, for the decisions that they make or the actions that they do, uh, rather than palming it off to someone else or, or you know, putting it back on you as you know this victim blaming stuff. Um, you know, that that's that's what is is my pet peeve. I would say that's my bitchy is, come on, pull your socks up. If you're doing something right or doing something wrong or doing, you know traveling along okay just take some accountability and responsibility whether that's professionally or personally but i i hear you with the uh bureaucratic yeah it's all that red tape because you you are as well as uh, running a radio station you're also a medical practitioner as well you're in the psychology field too am i right Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I still work in the field. I still work um, every afternoon when I put down the mic every morning uh, after my radio show, I then put on another hat and um, I'm a psychologist. So I don't do so much clinical work counselling. I do more um, assessment stuff, but um, certainly, um, yeah, it's it's dealing with uh, a lot of bureaucracies, a lot of different agencies, a lot of government as well, and um, you know it can it can be tough uh, trying to manage all of those things. And and I mean, it's for for me as a professional working in that, and I've been doing that for twenty five years. I'm an old person, Mitch. Um, I kind of <laughs> I kind of know the ropes and know how to do it. But for people who are coming through my practice, who this is the first time they've had to deal with. Um, you know, lawyers or the police system or, um, you know, looking at um, medical issues, you know, this is, can be really overwhelming and quite confounding and people do. And and these, you know, bigger agencies um, are really geared to hoping that you just give up, put your hands in the air and walk off, um, you know, and, and, and deal with your, your problem elsewhere or don't deal with it. 
um and and you know it's 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 almost a predatory system that that's out there so that's my pet peeve <laughs> yeah no that's and that's coming from a medical professional i agree with you 100 percent. i work mm. in industry where so i'm in the mines i have been there for almost a decade and you have to take responsibility and the onus rests with you. Yeah. But some of us are operating machines that are four or 500 tons plus 400 tons of soil on the back of them. And if we stuff up, we'll kill someone potentially. Oh, so yeah, 100% of- agree with yeah. you. Take ownership. And then that way, if you do tell a lie, then tell a lie to cover that up. Lie gets another. And then before you know it, you're in all sorts of, uh, yeah. all sorts of trouble. That's so yeah, 110% the snowball agree with you effect. Yeah. The snowball effect of one white lie. Yeah, can be quite disastrous. Yeah, well, uh, so moving on from there. So if uh, if you if you guys out there who are listening uh, want to scroll back about 30-something episodes, Martini initially come on and shared a story about how she got in radio and set up. So this is a follow-on from that episode. So I won't delve in too much into her uh, professional career because she's already sort of told the story. But one thing today I wanted to ask you about is uh, you've got a harbour swim in Newcastle coming up soon yes. called Forgot Your Back Sister. So can you yes. tell us about that? You're trying to raise some money. So yeah. you've you've gone through all these cancers and you're still going out trying to raise money for others. You are an incredible human being. Can you please tell us about Got Your Back Sister? <laughs> well, I'd raise it for myself, but, uh, you know, that, that doesn't go down well. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so why, why am I doing this swim? Well, um, I I did the swim a couple of years ago, just before I had surgeries and treatment, um, because um, after surgeries and treatment, it's it's very hard mobility wise. After you have a um, mastectomy or um, your lymph nodes out with breast cancer, um, it can be very hard to um, move your arms. And so I really thought that this would be the last time that I would be doing the swim. Um, and this time after having my stomach out, half my bowel out, half my liver out, um, I've, I've had, you know, I've only just had my, my drains taken out back in August. So it's only been a few months that I've actually been, uh, back in the pool. I had to go to the Caden Cancer Center, which is a fabulous, um, place, uh, where cancer survivors can go and, uh, with, um, exercise physiologists and get build up their core muscles that they've you know, mine had been cut through from my chest down to my pubic bone and hip to hip. So I had to rebuild that. And getting in the pool was really good for me to um, try and with all that scar tissue across my chest, across my bowels, across my stomach, um, to try and stretch it out so um, I could start swimming again. Um, I could start, you know, life again. I could start taking the bins out, for instance, uh, getting stuff out of the oven. All of those things that we usually take for granted were problematic for me. And also because I had had um, my lymph nodes taken out, like so many other people have in breast cancer surgery, I actually um, needed some exercise to control that, to manage that. So got back into the pool and realized quite soon that I could actually um, push myself and do quite a bit. So I thought, hey, I'll try the harbour swim again. It's 1.7 kilometres across Newcastle Harbour. You get into Stockton, get, get off Stockton and uh, come out Newcastle Wharf. They stop all the coal boats, all of the uh, tugboats, the ferries. Um, they stop all of those for a little while. Look out for sharks for you in the way and, um, and Stockton lifeguards will guide us over to uh, the other side. So... 
I thought I might as well start looking at um, raising some money as well as um, some um, awareness for a local um, um, charity. Um, well, it's also, it, it does so much more than just a charity. Got Your Back Sister do fabulous things for women as well as their kids who um, have been through the trauma of domestic violence and have had to leave relationships. Some of these people have left with the clothes on their back and Got Your Back Sister can help practically um, looking at housing, um, getting you set up in a new house, clothing and things like that, but also then looking forward about um, putting um, women on courses to build their self-esteem, their resilience, how they manage relationships, to try and break some of these um, cycles that we have personally as well as generational cycles as well. So it's a really good uh, cause. It's here in Newcastle. It's also in the Hunter and they're expanding as well because um, what they do is such fabulous work. So I wanted to get the word out there because um, this issue is very close to my heart and uh, and I wanted to make sure that um, they can um, gaze as, gain as much awareness and, and, and also donations funding because nothing None of this happens, you know, out of uh, love and fresh air. It all comes down to money. So I thought if I could raise a few bob, raise some awareness, and they've been absolutely fantastic in supporting me uh, doing that. And uh, and hopefully I make it across. I mean, it's, it's, I reckon Mitch, somehow I'm going to have to get, either get it, I'll be either uh, dragged over to, to Newcastle or back to Stockton. Who knows? I'm, I'm going to have to get back to shore somehow. <laughs> We'll have the ferry on standby. <laughs> yeah, that's so if, uh, if people want to get involved, how can they get involved? Uh, where do they go? Yeah. Um, well, you can get onto uh, my cause is where the donation platform is and you can look up Martini Mornings, Got Your Back Sister and get onto that. Otherwise, you can get onto um, socials, of course, with Got Your Back Sister. They have it listed on there as well as my socials, which is Martini Mornings, whether that's on Insta or or Facebook, or even Mood Food Radio um, are um, being a great support with that as well. So uh, there's a few platforms that you can get us on and uh, make sure that, um, you know, that we know so many um, people who are fleeing domestic violence or have done and are doing it really tough and could do with a hand, hand up. Um, and um, so you know, directing people to the these services and making people aware of them. Um, and and if you do have some spare time, so if, you know, want to direct some um, some cash, it's all tax deductible, of course. Then th this cause um, is is definitely one to think of. And I'll provide links to all those in the bio of the episode and on my socials as well. I'll be donating, and I think on behalf of many people. Mm. We want to say thank you for what you do, um, spreading the word, trying to raise that coin. And even if you don't make it, thank you to the guys on the on the wharf and on the ferry service. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you; they'll get you across. We'll get it done. Who, yeah, think... he'll be recovering the body. <laughs> recovering <laughs> me. Yeah, I'll be out out on the on the on the, with Stockton um, lifeguards. On yeah, that, I mean, if if I'm going to be saved by anyone, I'm I'm happy to be saved by some Stockton lifeguards. <laughs> You and me both. Stop. Um, but, yeah, I think an important takeaway from this is that if you're able to out there, even if it's $2, $3, $5, I'll be chucking some in myself. So it's not just, you know, me trying to, to – I'm going to be doing my bit as well. It's not, not just me passing on the word. I'm going to do my bit as well. Um, 
So if you can, if you're out there today listening, and you're able to instead of cursing the darkness, light a candle, you know, to you know, show humanity and do your little bit, make some, make try and make someone smile today, um, because it's important. And then doing things like Martini's doing, like um, it, it makes me smile. Um, my camera's quite distant, but I've got a cheesy little grin on my face. And to see, uh, to hear you, you know, to not only go through your your very, very hard journey that you've gone through physically, I'm sure it's had a mental strain on you as well, and then to help others professionally and entertain. And I don't know how many hours in the day you're able to cram this into, but it's it's extraordinary what you're able to achieve. And, um, yeah, so I... And I must say, though, Mitch, it doesn't go without, you know, I've got a huge support team um, behind me as well. And I must say um, my... As well. My kids have been um, just incredible, um, especially my my two younger daughters um, have been just, you know, this when you have a, a chronic illness um, and this has been going on, as I said, I've been um, doing breast cancer now for half my life, half my life. I'm 48 now. I've um, had breast cancer since I was 24. And um, and the last three years, it's um, I've had um, four breast cancer events and um what that what that puts your family through especially your children is really tough and then practically afterwards um i mean not only do they see you with you know drains and drips hanging out of you when you come home because when you come home from hospital um from having a double mastectomy you're carrying around four drains coming out of your body in a in a in a pillowcase they sent me home with a pillowcase and um and and I had to then try and squeeze out these drains every day I mean it's you know and I had to have my kids help me shower um I had to um organize and um this the the, my daughter's catholic school up the road here was incredible they were picking her up every day and dropping her back home every day for school and we're dropping her home with a home cook a home cooked meal every day that she could just put into the microwave because I couldn't even use the microwave I couldn't even use my arms you know it was it was pretty bad there for a while and um you know my girls had to put bins out had to um hunter breast cancer foundation organized uh, lawn mowing for me um which was fabulous but it put a lot of responsibility onto my girls that probably um you know w- was was fairly rough for them um to to have to deal with as well as all the emotional stuff like you know is this going to happen again um when is you know mum going to have cancer again when is she going to go into hospital and there was a time there when um I did have a complication after my bowel surgery and um without being too gruesome I actually um disemboweled myself and opened up the um the wound 15 centimeters by 15 centimeters and um was suddenly back in hospital yeah for five weeks i was on my back um for five weeks and that was an emergency i was i was taken down to sydney by ambulance and i didn't see my girls for five weeks um and what that does you know the toll on 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 me but also my kids is you know the unpredictability of of having a chronic and acute illness in the family is is really hard to manage um yeah but you know they're resilient young women um who you know have to adapt and have had to and my hat goes off you know to them who've who um have really shown their 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 true colors and their their bravery and their courage 
to um, assist me but assist us as a family um, get to, um, you know, a positive place where then I can give back to the community who has given me so much as well. And, and I think that reciprocation, Mitch, is, you know, how what, what we need to be doing, you know, if we cycle back to that talking about responsibility and accountability, um, I, I truly think if, if you've been in uh, a position where the community, your village has helped you, um, and certainly I wouldn't have got through what I have done in the last year throughout amazing people doing, you know, out, out, out extraordinary things to help me. Um, and I think you've really got to give back um, and, and, and make sure that the, the other people in the community, the, the less, um, well, the more vulnerable um, are, are also getting um, a hand up when they need it as well. 100% couldn't agree with you more. And as a sufferer who has, a, I also have a, like a chronic uh, illness as well. So mm. I, you may not be aware I have Crohn's disease and yes. hearing you speaking about like uh, your bowels and mm. stuff like that. It's, it's a very you know similar path than what my body could take me on. So like not, so, you know, to everyone out there who might know someone with a quote unquote invisible illness. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Be kind because, Yes. Uh, if if you're lucky enough to not have to go through even a third of what Martini is going through right now or anyone who might have a, a chronic illness or whatever it might be, you know, these people are battling them for life. You know, it's, there's yeah. nothing they can do and they have to get on with the day. Like I won't delve too much into my issues because uh, people have heard it before, but something as simple as trying to drive home to see my parents. Mm. I accidentally crapped myself the other yeah. day at Lithgow McDonald's and I had to go and, you know, humiliatingly, throw my jeans and stuff in the bin like you had more clothes than me but people don't know that stuff and i'm crying the whole way home going i should be over this crap mind the pun but you know like it's you you, you have to just be kind and i think uh we spoke about this last time yeah. um i like to use that we did a mental health first aid training and you you might use this with your clients as well but i like to look at people like icebergs you see a minuscule amount on people's facial expressions you have no idea what's under the surface whether they've buried a loved one, argument with a spouse, whatever it might be. Absolutely. So be be kind. And if you're able to give back in some way like Martini is, mm. then I think you're on your way to being a better human. I try to give back. I volunteer at the radio station here and um, always have a heart out. Sorry, always have an ear out for friends in need. Uh, very Someone in my life is going through a, a really tough uh, marriage breakup now and he's, he's battling depression, the poor guy, and uh. just trying to be supportive along the way and, um, just being, you know, shine a light as opposed to cursing the darkness. And yes, if you're able to even just make someone smile for the day, a good deed, hold a door open, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an advocate for that as well. And thank you for actually giving insight as to what it's like to be on the receiving end of going through like a cancer struggle and uh, autoimmune complications and bowel issues and, and stuff like that. Like it, hopefully this gets people thinking because I think it's important to delve into the arena of the real world, as I call it. Yes. And exposing the average listener yeah, you know, to what some people's hardships are. I mean, obviously everyone's problems are proportionate to their own lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. But, you know. But I also think in doing yeah. this, though, um, you, you're, you're then giving a forum to other people because a lot of people are suffering in silence and don't tell people about their chronic illnesses or, or what's, what's going on. And when, when people like you and myself start saying, you know, like, like you, you, your story, um, you know, you crapped yourself in McDonald's Lithgow, um, 
I, I think there's two elements to that is one, um, um, you know, that that's not an uncommon thing, actually. And in our community of bowel issues, um, uh, and, and I belong to a numerous Facebook groups about it's regular. This. It's, it's regular. It's, this is, yeah. And and uh, and if you have dinner parties or, or parties to go around the room and say, who has crapped themselves uh, before? The numbers are surprisingly high, whether you've got a bowel condition or not. And mm. um, and the other thing is is to inject some humour into that and to to make things um, a bit light and easy because we are all battling things that that you can't see, as you say. We are just the tip of an iceberg, um, and it really depends on on how well you carry that cross. And sometimes, you know, I I have crap days um where i you know i don't i don't want to get out of bed or you know i want to go back to bed or and just put the pillows you know put, put the doona over my cover and just over my head and just escape from the world i mean yeah. you know, i'm not i'm not going to say that i bounce out of bed every morning and uh and hit the the swimming pool and do some laps because sometimes it can be um really tough uh gig to do that so i think you know presenting the realities of of your illness or what you're going through um, enables then people to to think about well you know um, I'm going through some stuff maybe I can talk about this maybe I can seek support um, you know the, I, gee I'm not the only one that that craps my pants um, in in the car um, and and we, with yourself and myself about these things about some of the the strategies that you you use um you know I, I know for me um with my stomach and bowel issues i have to carry around um a bag full of uh you know changes of clothes and and the whole thing i've always got emergency toilet paper ready to go in the back of the car um but yeah you I, I mean i could tell 101 stories i mean one night before i was diagnosed with crohn's i used to hit the clubs in newcastle hop on the train from cardiff in town and then you know, hit the clubs and my friends would go, why are you doing shit at a nightclub? The only person I knew consistently was shit at Fanny's nightclub. <laughs> but- fabulous, fabulous. But I, you know what? Now that you've told that story, I bet there's a lot of people that have gone, hey, I've taken a shit at Fanny's as well. Yeah. So I, I- <laughs> it's, a, such a, it's such a bad, bad sentence, isn't it? Taking a shit at Fanny's. I mean, this isn't one of those weird kink things. <laughs> no, but... but- Look, between you, me, and the lamppost, I'm glad you 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 got it into the toilet because I've seen some bad things happen at Fanny's. And- <laughs> yes, me too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's a real thing. And as I said, be kind. I, I mean, I've told. Uh, okay, I'll share one quick shit story, then we'll wrap it up. If you if you want to hear it, please do. All right. Okay. So my my last. So just story. before I moved out to Orange, I had my last shift in the coal mines. I'm not going to say which mine. So as you walk in, uh, at the first toilet. Last order you see out, they do the drug testing in there. Yeah. I've just come off a 12 hour night shift and I've got the downtown push down. I mean, Turtle's head's nearly crowning. I've, I'm, I'm racing in there, back down, straight in there. Complete, it's like a reverse Jackson Pollock painting. I've painted that porcelain. It was ridiculous. Anyway, so I've come back out. And then as I've opened the door, see this big sign saying drug testing in progress. And the lady and can start doing the drug testing site, mate, didn't see the fucking sign, mate. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So I got my bag and started to stride out of there quicker. An old mate who was due for his test had his little pee cup and he's walked in and just as the door was closed, all you could hear is, oh, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Good 
work, Mitch. Good work. Um, I mean, my, I, I, I'll share a, a recent shit story where um, when, when I was in hospital, um, they were waiting for waiting for me to uh, to evacuate my bowels, and um, and I had these fabulous nurses come in every sort of fifteen minutes, open the door, and fling it open, and go, "Has the event occurred?" Or you know, what's happening? And, got blast off. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then I wasn't allowed to flush the toilet because then they needed to inspect it, what was going on. So um, you know, there's no there's no humility, there's no um sense of you know dignity or pride. You've just got to we'll you do know, it. We'll let, do let it. it and, and invite them in and and let the show begin. Sell the tickets to your crap in the toilet. That Sell the poo tickets. Uh, and we all do it, so it's, it's normal. So if you're out there, if you've crapped yourself, I want to hear about it. Yes, and so, we've uh, all we've all got a story. We've all got it. a story. absolutely. So, so I might wrap things up there because I've got to duck off and go put this sold <laughs> sign up. So uh, if people I want to, you say you got to duck off and go to the toilet. Well, that's why I was late for the interview because I was doing a shit like two minutes. There's a quick quick pinch one off. Okay, let's go. Um, so if people want to uh, hear the show, get involved, get in contact with you, where can they find you and how, do they, how can they stream uh, your station? Oh, well, uh, Mood Food Radio is moodfoodradio.com. That's easy stuff or you can get onto it through my tuner, streamer, listener, all of those apps. Um, you can download the app as well and get it on your phone so you can, you know, get it wherever you are. We, um, we stream stuff that is um, positive to uh, people's mental health and their well-being. Yep. So everything that we um, broadcast on there is about, um, you know, th there is music throughout there because music is so integral to people's mental health and mental well-being. Um, but all of the shows that we have, such as Life's a Mitch, are all um, geared towards been entertaining but also interesting and informative as well so we screen everything we also are very um we screen um who advertises with us we make sure that they are ethical and um they're all about well-being so we don't have alcohol sponsors for instance so uh, not that we're anti-alcohol but it's just not something that we go go down the line but if you yeah. want to get in touch with me at martini mornings um get onto our socials which is on facebook and and insta mainly and that is you know simply martini mornings and um if you've got a story to tell you know maybe go to mitch but maybe come to me as well because we we're always talking to interesting people throughout the day um about amazing things you know whether we talk to peter mac cancer center um you know i do a political talk every week with dr arthur chesterfield evans um we have you know regulars that come on the show to talk about health well-being psychology um and um and 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 people who want to make um this world uh, a better place so 100 yeah, that that's the that's the gearing of Martini Mornings and MoodFoodRadio.com. So it's a good partnership. Cool. So yeah, once again, guys, I'll post links uh, for the swim, post links for Martini Socials, the radio station, and thank you for the collaboration again this year. Because as uh, Martini said, uh, this little show here is appears on the on the station, and I look forward to working again throughout the year. And um, yeah, good luck with the swim. And when I'm in Newy next, we'll catch up for a coffee or something. Oh, absolutely. And... Let's do it. Let's do it. It's been far too long between drinks, Mick. Mitch and <laughs> and and uh and No talk. worries, Monica. <laughs> and and far too long between uh uh toilet stories as well. I'm sure we'll have um enough to share. Well, I probably week. would have crapped myself two times between now and then. So but Same. as Absolutely. always, you're vibrant, you're looking great. 
uh, good luck with the like with your recovery and stuff and good luck with the swim and uh, as always everyone out there if you have a story to share you know where to find me thanks for listening and i'll catch you all in the next one bye for now <laughs> bye mitch bye <laughs>